We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Lakers Nation. Welcome into Lakers Nation Live. I am Trevor Lane, and what a win. The Lakers dominate the Pelicans. This was absolute domination. Not even close. The Lakers just destroyed the New Orleans Pelicans. LeBron James, incredible. 133-89 to is the final score. My goodness. At least the Pelicans are in Las Vegas where they can go do something about their sorrows after the game. Plenty of places to go out afterwards. But man, the Lakers took it to this Pelicans team, made it clear from the get-go that they were going to be the team that was going to be advancing to the the NBA Finals uh, or the NBA in-season tournament finals. Let's hope they go to the NBA Finals as well. But they were going to be the team to advance to the tournament final. LeBron James. An absolute masterclass. Unbelievable. I, I I read this stat and it's it does not sound real. This sounds made up. LeBron James, 30 points in 23 minutes. Played 23 minutes, dropped 30 points, nine of 12 shooting, four of four from three, eight of eight from the free throw line. So LeBron missed three shots all night. And that's including free throw attempts. He had eight free throw attempts. He missed three shots all night, dropped 30 points, eight assists, five boards, all in just 23 minutes. LeBron is going to be 39 in a few weeks, and it was very clear that he decided that he was simply not going to be stopped in this game, and the Lakers were going to be the team representing the West in the finals of the tournament. Wow. Oh, just unbelievable. Unbelievable performance from LeBron James. Absolutely. Absolutely incredible. So welcome in Lakers nation. Those of you coming in right now, we've got tons to talk about. If you haven't done so yet, make sure you hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel, turn on those notifications and hit that like button. Take five seconds, hit that like button right now. Let's get this out to as many people as we possibly can podcast listeners. We sure would love to see a five-star rating and review. All right, let me get into some of your questions, some of your comments. We've got plenty of things to talk about here. Drew Potter said, maybe, oh no, 
Oh no, we're coming with fire already. Drew Potter said maybe at halftime the Pelicans heard that no one would respect the in-season tournament winner and they simply didn't want to be in Vegas. Great game, Lake Show. That is, man, if I had a comment of the night award that we did, I would be so tempted to just use it already. That is that is chef's kiss. That is, that is absolutely fantastic. For anybody who's not getting the reference, this is Lou Williams was saying something similar about the Clippers and their approach to the, the championship in Orlando, um, to the bubble, saying that at some point they realized that it wasn't going to be respected and that took away some of their, their motivation and the guys didn't want to be there anymore. Yes, because that's why you blew a 3-1 series lead there, Lou. But nonetheless, excellent, excellent stop from, from Drew Potter. Maybe at halftime, the Pelicans just said, we don't we don't really want to win this because people won't respect it as much. I love it. Um, yeah, the third quarter, the Lakers won the third quarter 43-17. to 17. The third quarter against the Suns a couple of days ago, the Suns caught up and made it a game again. The Lakers this time said, no, we're not letting that happen. And they just, I mean, absolutely destroyed. They, put, they ended the game in the third quarter. They were up 13 at halftime, ended the game in the third quarter. It was no longer a question who was going to win. Andrew Lee said, domination. LeBron is just insane. AD didn't get it going in the first half because the Pels were clogging the paint, but his impact on defense on also felt like AD's high post passing has been really good. Loved the threes dropping too. Yeah, so obviously the Lakers now take on the Pacers. On Saturday, the Pacers beat the Bucks earlier tonight. And so now the Lakers get the Pacers on Saturday. It'll be a 5.30 game time Pacific. And... This is, I'm not expecting the Lakers to shoot this way against the Pacers. They finished up 55% from the field, 49% from three. This is not sustainable shooting. What the Lakers need, though, is still to shoot well. But I'm not expecting this on Saturday. But the Lakers, it was great to see. In fact, I made the comment right before the game started when we were over on playback, doing the play-by-play. I said, this Lakers team is due for a 40 plus percent three-point shooting night um it felt like it had been a while since they had had one of those games and every team has these games where the threes just drop felt like it had been a while since they had one of those and it happened in this one now that happened to coincide with the lakers playing excellent defense the pa- the pelicans shooting just 23 percent from the field or from three 36 percent from three on the night the lakers again getting it done on both ends of the floor nobody was stopping the lakers tonight one table, many chairs, says throwback game for LeBron. Reminds me of 2018, but with better three-point percentage. And Torian Prince is wild. He turned up under the biggest spotlight. Hopefully a peak of playoff Torian Prince. Yeah, so Torian Prince has been often criticized for his play. And he had a rough November through the first three weeks of November shooting the ball. And I highlighted this on the podcast uh, yesterday. I I talked about Torian Prince and how his numbers have actually come back around in terms of his shooting. In the last seven games or so, he'd been pretty good shooting the three. He was actually shooting like 43%. Tonight continued that. Five for eight. Torian Prince, 15 points, all of them coming from three. Five for eight from deep. Um, I still, I'll say this, I'm still not thrilled with his defensive assignments. I thought there were moments, especially when the game was still in question in the first half, where asking Torian Prince to defend Brandon Ingram was not ideal when you've got other options in the game. 
You've got other options now. The Lakers have so much wing depth. You have other guys who are, frankly, just better defensive players than Torian Prince is. You've got other guys to turn to to do that, just like I didn't agree with them putting Torian Prince on Kevin Durant late in the game uh, against the Suns. However, this shows you, not that you should expect five from eight from deep every game, but this shows you that Torian Prince, a lot of people were out on him saying, no, just, you know what, trade him, get rid of him. No, no, no. He still has a lot of utility as a player. I would like to see eventually it turn into a situation where he's not being tasked to do something that's not really in his wheelhouse, and that's be your best perimeter stopper, defend the other team's best wing player. It's not really his thing, but he can still give you some decent stuff on the guys who aren't your elite offensive players. He can be okay passable defensively on the other players and give you some good three-point shooting, which is what we saw in this one. So, Torrey Prince, good to see the bounce back here, and hopefully that continues in the tournament final coming up on Saturday. By the way, not just the first ever tournament final on the line, tournament championship on the line, but also $500,000 a player will be won. That'll go to the winning team. Ace of hearts. If we go as he goes was a team motto. It's the Lakers. Yeah. I've talked about this a lot recently that whatever LeBron does, his energy level, his effort, the team follows that. Now, before I get too deep into things, um, before I get too deep into things, I want to talk a little bit about LeBron and what we're going to need, need to see after this tournament. Right now, this is the first tournament ever. I get there's kind of history at, at stake here, which, by the way, the Lakers will play 83 games now this season because they're going to play in the tournament final on Saturday. That game will actually not count towards their regular season record. Um, all these other games, tonight's game included, did count towards their regular season record. But one of the things that I want to see after this, now that the Lakers have Rui back and healthy, Vando back and healthy, you've got your wing depth again, Cam Reddish is back and healthy. What I want to see the Lakers do is start to ease off LeBron's minutes. Don't rely on him so much because, yes, this is great, what we're seeing right now. Nights like this, 100% should be celebrated. But long-term, if the Lakers want a healthy LeBron for the postseason, you can't ask him to do this all season long. It's not going to work. So what I want to see is a very real and obvious effort to bring back LeBron's minutes, to bring back the burden that's on him on the offensive and defensive end of the floor for the, him to lift off the gas pedal a little bit. It may cost you a few games here and there, but after the tournament's over, the goal is playoff seedings, number one, right? You're worried about that and figuring out where you're going to go, but you're really worried about LeBron being healthy for the playoffs. And that's what you, what you want to see. So uh, again, I'm expecting to see the Lakers ease off on LeBron after this, after the tournament ends on Saturday. Uh, Jai Powell said, went back to the previous podcast during the fourth, was listening to how our offense was so bad. Yeah, I'm expecting to see a big, big increase in their offensive rating. And this is what I was saying. Uh, their offense was holding the back. That's the reason why the Suns game was not a blowout. The Lakers defense was next level against the Suns. It should have been a blowout Lakers win. Why wasn't it? Because their offense was terrible and they were just flat out missing shots. So it wound up being a close game when really it shouldn't have been had that their offense just been passable. Now tonight, their offense was insane. They were hitting everything. And I thought they were executing pretty well too. So this is what we wanted to see. Not, of course, we couldn't predict anything to this level, but you wanted to see steps forward on the offensive side of the ball. You wanted to see 
teams, the team being able to step up and hit open threes. That's something that they've struggled with. And it's part of the reason why the Suns game was so close. And they certainly did that tonight. Again, can't expect this every single night, but this is more along the lines of what you need to see guys generating open looks and then knocking down those looks. That's going to be important for this team moving forward because this defense, it might be the best in the league. It might be. I think top five is not out of the question. Top five is very realistic. It might be the best defense in the league with what we're seeing these next these last few games with everybody healthy. They can be extremely good defensively. The question is, can you be good enough on offense? Obviously, tonight was great, but I'm not going to take one night when LeBron was legendary and just say, well, that's it. The Lakers offense is fixed and they're never going to have any problems anymore. It's going to be smooth sailing. They were 24th in offensive rating. That number is going to bump up quite a bit now. Now can they sustain being at least middle of the pack offensively? That's what you need to see from this team moving forward here. Leonzo Thompson said, well done, Torian Prince. Absolutely. Torian Prince, again, had himself a game. All right, let's get to this. Let's get to this. Because we're going to talk about a Matan, and we might as well make it official. Superstar of the night. The superstar of the night. It's LeBron James, obviously. This is insane. I mean, LeBron, he's 39 in a few weeks. He's 39 in a few weeks. LeBron James, superstar of the night, easily. Easily. And you know what? I don't think this was a bad Anthony Davis game, and we'll talk about him in just a bit. But LeBron James, superstar of the night, no question. He was absolutely incredible in this game. Let me just run through all the stats one more time because, good Lord, it doesn't look real. These look like video game numbers. 30 points, 8 assists, 5 boards, 8 for 8 from the free throw line, 4 for 4 from 3, 9 of 12 from the field in just 23 minutes. It was as though LeBron just said, like, clearly LeBron cares about this tournament. It was like LeBron just said, we're not losing. This is, we're going to the final. Like he just made the decision. As as though he was making the decision on where he wanted to go to eat that night. Right? Just went, uh, yeah, no, I, I feel like playing in the tournament final. I, I'm just going to go drop 30. No problem. Unreal. Unbelievable stuff from LeBron. As the chat is noting, he also had zero turnovers. Ada says zero turnovers. I mean, this was a masterclass. This was a legendary performance for LeBron. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. What we saw to him. There's moments like these when all you can do is just shake your head and just say, this guy's this guy's incredible. This guy is absolutely incredible. That's what we saw. That's what we saw tonight. Whew, that was that was an incredible performance. Barker said Doc Rivers with the quote of the night. LeBron James intensity has completely stolen the Pelicans energy. Not sure I've ever seen a team get that psyched out of a playoff game. Almost weird. Yeah, there was a point where I think the Pelicans realized it. Once the third quarter got going and LeBron was still cooking. I think the Pelicans just went. We're screwed. There's nothing we can do. LeBron isn't going to lose tonight. There was a moment, in fact, the Lakers have pushed the lead to 20. This was in the third quarter. Lakers have pushed the lead to 20, and the Pelicans got a couple of stops and a couple of scores, and the lead got cut to 16. 
LeBron came right back and drilled the three. Adrian Griffin took an immediate timeout, and LeBron is just standing there shaking his head. Just like, nope. He knew in that moment the Pelicans were thinking about making a run. They were thinking this, okay, here we go. Here we come. We got a couple of stops. We're going to start to cut into this lead. We'll get it down to like 10 or so by maybe the end of the quarter, and then we're rolling for the fourth. LeBron just sitting there shaking his head. Nope, just came down, drained a three. You guys aren't doing that. I'm not going to allow it. If you're the Pelicans and you see that, and this is the guy that, look, I don't want to get into the GOAT argument, but this is the guy that may be the greatest ever. Might be, depending on your opinion. And he's in that mindset. Keep in mind, LeBron is the oldest player in the NBA. So all these guys on the Pelicans, they grew up watching LeBron play, right? Like their formative years are spent watching this guy play. They are very keenly aware of just how legendary he is. They've grown up in awe of this guy. And he's got that look. And he's doing these things. If you're the Pelicans, you got to just feel like there's nothing we can do. It's hopeless. LeBron did. Took, completely stole the Pelicans' energy. He gave them no chance of winning this game. Dennis said, Master Lock coaches audio. It was annoying. Yeah, I didn't really like that either uh, on the broadcast. Suits. Oh, good point here. Rigged blowout. Explain why it wasn't a close game for the NBA's sake. Yeah, so there were a bunch of comments after the Suns game about, oh, it was rigged for the Lakers to win and all that. There's no rigging this. You can't. You can't rig a blowout like this where LeBron goes nuts and, and all these things happen. Now, that said, is the NBA sad that the Lakers are in the final? No, frankly, they're probably relieved. Adam Silver, I'd imagine, was probably a little bit worried about a Pelicans-Pacers final with no Giannis, no LeBron, and instead it's Tyrese Halliburton, who is great, who's fantastic, right? Who's very, very good, but is not going to attract the attention of the casual fans going up against Zion, who, let's face it, looked out of shape. Um, Yeah. The NBA is probably not upset that it's the Lakers in the final, but nonetheless, yeah, all those... Tears that are now flowing all over the desert in Phoenix. There's nothing to complain about here. Lakers destroyed the Pelicans. Drew, the Lakers healthy thus far have looked like every bit of the team we were excited about coming into the season. Length, athleticism, and depth. And I'll tell you where it really, really shows up. It's the defensive side of the ball. And you know what? Now we've got, now we've got, the best offense in the NBA, in the Pelicans, going up against what I think is, right now, the way they're playing right now, the best defense in the NBA. It's going to be a battle. This Pacers offense, it's really good. It's crazy. It's hard to really get a read on. They're flying all over the court. They're shooting tons of threes. I mean, they just beat a really good Bucks team. They've beat really good teams all the way. They beat a good Celtics team. This Pacers team is legit. Their offense is that good. The Lakers' defense is going to have to be great. And so far, the Lakers' defense has been great. It's going to be defense against offense in this game. I think it's going to be an exciting matchup. Lakers-Pacers. Going for it. 
All right. Jake's chilling. Master lock Charles Barkley for picking the Pels. Well, I think the Lakers already handled that, didn't they? The Lakers already master locked them. Um, you remember back in the day, Charles Barkley said that uh, Portland was going to beat the Lakers in a sweep. And then Shaq went and took a broom and broke it in front of Barkley after the Lakers won game two uh, against Portland. The Lakers have a habit of proving Charles Barkley wrong, and they certainly did that again tonight. Man, we got to maximize this team because Braun playing the way he is, we can win a chip with his play. It just makes me sad. Uh, had we this healthy Braun last year, we'd probably win it all. Yeah, I mean, it's games like this where you can really see how much LeBron's foot injury limited him in the postseason this past year. And you think about what this LeBron does against the Nuggets. Now, I'm not saying the Nuggets don't win a championship. I'm not saying the Lakers win or whatever. But there's a big difference between the LeBron that we're seeing right now and the LeBron that we saw back in May. And it's why people who were looking at LeBron and saying, well, no, this just no, he's old. This is what he is now. Lakers can't expect anything more from him. No, he can still do this. He can still do this. Now, he can't do this every night. He can't do this every night, every single game. But when he has to turn it up, when he goes into playoff mode, he can do it. And so that's why I think after Saturday, it's really important that you take your foot off the gas pedal as far as LeBron goes. You lean on some other guys a little bit more because you want him to still have this for the playoffs. That's what you want to have. By the way, welcome in. We've got some new channel members coming in right now. Welcome in. Glad you guys are part of the channel. Going to be dropping a, a members-only video tomorrow, so be on the lookout for that. But welcome in to all of you guys. Justin Justin Duran coming in, our new channel members. I think we're offering some pretty cool perks for channel members, so do appreciate you guys joining and uh, becoming part of our membership program. Uh, Young West, Braun out there playing with kids, pure dominance. Absolute dominance. Unreal. Unreal stuff from LeBron. Marley, Tyrese Halliburton's biggest challenge comes Saturday against this big wing slash rim protection Lakers defense. I am so curious to see how the Lakers are defend are going to defend Halliburton. Can they slow him down? Can they stop him from being this insane offensive engine for the Pacers? What can they do there? And you're not going to stop him completely, but can you make him less efficient? Can you bother him? That's going to be important here for this Lakers team against the Pacers. It's going to be a fascinating battle. That's for sure. Again, defense against offense. And we'll see how it goes. All right. I'm going to get into our next award. And Chad, this is where I need you guys to help out. We're going to get into the star in your role. And the way this works for anybody who's new is we take this game and we look at whoever we think fulfilled their role the best. So not necessarily the best player. Obviously, that's LeBron. But who was it that was the best player in their role? And since LeBron already got an award, I know we could say LeBron gets this one too. But let's give it to somebody that's not LeBron for this one. So not LeBron, who is the star in your role? Fire it off in the chat. Star in your role. All right. The star in your role award. We've got some options here. We've got some options in this game. You've got Torian Prince, 15 points, five of eight from deep. Love seeing that. D'Lo, 60% from the field, 40% from three, 14 points. Austin Reeves, 17 points. Five boards, seven assists, one steal. Nice performance from him as well. Some of those came in garbage time, but nonetheless, he put up he put up the points. And then you've got 
Rui Hachimura, 12 points, five of nine shooting there. Anthony Davis, 15 rebounds, five assists, two steals, two blocks, 16 points scored, but he 50% from the field. He only took 10 shots, but again, this was a blowout. Uh, he did it on the glass, was getting assists, steals, blocks. So chat, who are we going with? I know we typically don't do Anthony Davis. We don't do the stars for this one. Oh, welcome in. We've got a new channel member joining us. I'm seeing a lot. Oh, my goodness. I'm seeing a lot of Torian Prince. A lot of Torian. What a difference a game or two makes, huh? Like, we've had people asking for Torian Prince to be traded. And now people are saying, Torian Prince, star in your role. Yeah, I can't disagree. You know, Torian's role is to play good defensively. And I thought he was pretty solid on the defensive. But I think it's asking a lot to ask him to defend Brandon Ingram. I'd like to see a little bit of a shift there. But... And, and knocking open threes. Knocking open threes that LeBron and AD and, and the Lakers are getting him. And he certainly did that tonight. So the chat is overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly in favor of Torian Prince. Josh Crockett said, who's uh, in our fantasy football league, said Prince, baby. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go Torian Prince. I'm going Torian Prince for this one. He stepped up big time, was hitting big shots all game long. Love to see it. Torian Prince gets the award. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just saw somebody had something on a stat. It flew past me, but somebody was saying this game brought Torian Prince back up to his career 39% from three. Let's see what he's at right now. I don't know if this game is in the books or not just yet, but Torian, uh, no, it's not. But Torian was at 33% from three coming into the game. So that that's going to go up going to creep back towards those career averages he came into the season wanting to be a 40 plus percent three-point shooter for the lakers um he shot horribly for much of november and so that dragged his percentages down now we're starting to see what he really can be as a three-point shooter 
Gasly Prawn. LeBron playing only 23 minutes is crazy. LFG. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fantastic. That's in-game load management. That's what you want to see. And not because you're getting blown out, but because you're blowing out the opponent. That's the way you keep minutes off of LeBron. Ree said, what a win. Championship time. LeBron at 38 took three charges. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Took three charges this game and was running down the court the quickest out of any player. Appreciate this man. So again, we talk about this team following what LeBron does. Takes three charges. Um, he's sprinting down the floor, lightning quick. He is reacting to everything. It's not just that he's having a hot shooting night. He's making off-ball cuts on the offensive end. He's finishing. He's getting in ones defensively. He's making all the proper rotations. He was so energized. Again, can't do this every night, but when he can, it's breathtaking. And what happens is everybody follows along. Because if LeBron's doing it, nobody has an excuse not to put in the extra effort when LeBron's turning 39 in just a few weeks. So really, really impressive stuff from LeBron. And again, the team follows his lead. What he does, everybody else is going to do. And if we get one more game, not that he's going to shoot this well, but you get one more intensity-wise game like this out of LeBron, and that's going to bode well for the Lakers in the final. Now, again, Indiana is a fantastic offense. They can sap your energy just by making shots. By making shot after shot after shot, they can wear you out. They can sap your energy. They can break your focus. It's not going to be easy. But it's going to be important that LeBron brings this energy to the final on Saturday. If he does that, that's going to give the Lakers the best shot. I could be surfing, said this sparks joy. I love the picture there, Chick Hearn, that you've got on your uh, as your avatar there. Tyler, Lakers own the poverty Pelicans. One more win for the tournament championship. So that's, I guess, maybe an underreported part of this the Lakers beating the Pelicans does it matter um there's no pick swap this year so there's not that um the Lakers because there was a pick swap potentially last year the Pelicans could swap pip, sw swap picks with the Lakers uh so the Lakers finishing with a better record than the Pelicans made it so that swap last year was worthless so it was a big deal when the Lakers beat the Pelicans it took away value from the Anthony Davis trade Right now, the Lakers beating the Pelicans. What's remaining from the Anthony Davis trade is one first-round pick. The Pelicans can either take the Lakers pick this year or they can take the Lakers pick next year, and they get to choose. But the Lakers winning games like this, and by the way, they are now um, the they're still the four seed right now in the Western Conference. This pushes is going to push the Pelicans more towards taking the 2025 pick, right? But that's really what you want. Keep winning games, keep making the Pelicans pick, kick the can down the road, and then who knows, maybe 2025 comes and the Lakers are still good. And then what are the Pelicans getting? Nothing great. That's what you want to see if you're a Lakers fan. You don't want to surrender a good asset to the Pelicans. And winning games, rising up in the standings, making sure you're not in the lottery, any of that kind of stuff, it's going to devalue that one remaining asset to come that the Pelicans get from the Anthony Davis trade, from the what they called the hall of picks and players that they were getting for AD. The Lakers beating the Pelicans, and it helps the Lakers cause doubly. Bayou said, first time I fell asleep during a game in a while. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers, they were up by so much. Uh, I don't blame you. There was, there was not much drama late in this game. That's for sure. 
Kevin Smith, what a nice, comfortable win, wasn't it? It was, there was energy, there was fight. And then about halfway through the third quarter, it was done. And it was a cruise, coasted all the way across the finish line. Now let's win it all. Also, no games ham. Put Vando on Halliburton immediately. The question is Vando's screen navigation. I think it's going to be, a. I think everybody's going to get a look at him. I think it's going to be Cam Reddish probably to start. We're also going to see Vando get looks there. We'll probably see Max Christie as well. We're going to see a number of players defending Halliburton. And the truth is, it's it's not a one-person job. It's going to be a whole team job, paying attention to Halliburton and with how good that he is. Senpai, reminded me of the first game after the trade deadline when we blew the Pelicans out by 40. We got their number. Trust in Cam and Vando on Halley will be fine. All right, Senpai. Senpai knows his stuff. If he's confident, I'm going to be confident that Cam and Vando can handle Halliburton. Fingers crossed. He is very good. He's so good. The Lakers are going to have their hands full, but one more win, and the Lakers will be the first ever in-season tournament champions. Cyrax knew the Lakers win by 40 when I heard Chuck's prediction that the Pelicans were going to win. Good old Chuck. DJ, the Lakers looked like a well-oiled machine. Speaking of machine, LeBron's an android. Doesn't this team look completely different when they put in effort and try? How do we match up against Indiana? So yes, they do. But that said, this, like holding down the turbo button the way LeBron did in this game and the Lakers as a team did in this game, I, I don't want us to think, well, they can just do this every night because they can't. You can't really hold down the turbo button the entire time. But it is good to see that, hey, and we've seen it for all the tournament games so far for the Lakers, when this team is really locked in, they're damn good. We've also seen games where people are questioning, is this team even any good? Are they beating good teams? Are they not? That fair question has been out there. And frankly, there have been a lot of injuries that are certainly part of the context of figuring out what this Lakers team is. But now we're starting to get more steady flashes of how good this team can be when they really care. And that bodes very well for the playoffs. That doesn't mean we're going to see this all the time. There's going to be frustrating games. They're going to lose some games where we're going to say, man, they really didn't put in the effort in this one. That's going to happen. But the fact that they've got this, they have the ability to get to this level, that bodes well for the postseason. Uh, Kasim with the Super Chat, do, do appreciate that. Thank you. Mamba mentality. Everyone else talking about New Orleans length. Hopefully we put the league on notice. Braun, TP, Cam, Bando, Rui. We have the best length, LFG Lakers. That's why I was so excited over the summer about the wing depth the Lakers added. They haven't had the wings for much of the season because all these guys have been hurt. Rui, first it was a concussion, then a broken nose. Torian Prince was in and out. Uh, Cam Reddish uh, had his injury. Vando obviously has missed most of the season. But when you can just deploy an army of wings at a team, the defensive potential, particularly because a lot of these guys are good defenders, um, in addition to the fact that they've, they're long, they're switchy, they can do all these things, um, the potential is just so high. The ceiling is so high for this team defensively. Mission 86, I love this town almost as much as I love my Lakers. They're in Vegas. Now, again, don't care. It's midseason. Let's get it. May regret it, but I don't fear Indiana. Yeah, I think this will be incredible if the Lakers could win the first in-season tournament. And you know what? I think as much as 
you're going to get your naysayers. And we've talked about this in the wake of the, the Suns game. As much as you're going to get your naysayers, you're going to get your people who say it was rigged or whatever. The Lakers winning the first one, the Lakers being in the final for the first one, LeBron playing at this level. I mean, Adam Silver couldn't ask for anything better, right? I mean, I guess you could have Lakers Celtics in the final and that would be a bigger deal, but man, you're getting this. You know, I had a, a buddy, Alex Kennedy, who you guys know also covers the NBA, uh, texted me a little bit earlier tonight. Uh, and he said, this reminds him, he said, the fact that the Lakers will be in the in-season tournament championship game, just like they were in the first play-in game, um, is has got to have Adam Silver super pumped. And, you know, he's right to make that comparison. The play-in tournament had a lot of naysayers, including LeBron. Had a lot of naysayers, the play-in tournament did. And then, right out of the gate, we immediately, first year of the play-in tournament, we got Lakers-Warriors, and it wound up being a classic game, crazy ratings, super fun, and in that moment, you just went, that's it. Play-in tournament's here to stay. It's, it's not going anywhere. It works. Success. Are we getting the same thing here? The Lakers making this run, getting to the tournament final, all the eyeballs that it's going to attract. Most of the games, I know this was a blowout. So to the average NBA fan, this was not an exciting game. For Lakers fans, this was great. But we've had a lot of very close, very exciting games. Teams going all out. Teams putting in effort. LeBron clearly going all out here. The tournament matters to the players. The Lakers get there to the final. Is it the Lakers' performance that, again, cements just like with the play-in tournament, that the in-season tournament is not going anywhere? I think so. I think it's a good comparison to make. And the NBA, man, they've got to be happy that they've got the Lakers around to do this. That's for sure. Diego said, I remember Kobe's last few years in the league. He simply couldn't move the way he wanted to. Seeing LeBron go a year beyond and move and play the way he does is truly astonishing. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. It's incredible seeing the way that he's moving out there. It shows how much he's put into his body, how, how great care he takes with his body. But again, do not expect this on a nightly basis. It's not going to happen. But it's good to see that when LeBron pushes down on the gas pedal, he is breathtaking. Face reality. Said 38-year-old LeBron, 23 minutes, 30 points, 9 for 12 from the field, Four for four from three, eight of eight from the free throw line. Uh, zero turnovers. He had five assists, eight rebounds. I think that was flipped. Yeah, five rebounds, eight assists. Zero turnovers. Win by 44 points. Say, Trev, the goat sound. That was a bad goat sound. Not as bad as Sean's, though. If you guys were joining us on playback, Sean made a goat noise. It sounded like a baby crying, but that baby crying somehow happens to be 95 years old. That's the best way I can describe it. It, it. it will haunt my dreams. It will haunt my dreams. JJ Castillo said, LeBron still playing at a high level in year 21 is amazing to see. Great Lakers win. Let's get that NBA Cup. Yeah, look, there's going to be naysayers. By the way, I guess I should really do a... Um, I guess I should do a little PSA 
just be prepared. I've talked about this on a recent recent show. Be prepared. The uh, the haters, they're going to come out of the woodwork to do everything they can to discredit this. Especially if the Lakers win Saturday, you're going to be hearing a lot of people say, well, only thing Lakers are going to win this season. This means nothing. Nobody cares about the play-in tournament or, or the in-season tournament. All that's going to be coming. If the Pacers win, it's going to be silence. You're not going to hear any of that. People will be celebrating and all that. And some people are saying it's already happening. They're coming out now. I said it before, but the fact that there is that response just tells you the Lakers have kicked their ass for years, right? LeBron has too. And that's what's happening. That's what's happening. You've got people who are wounded, who have been hurt by the Lakers, who have been hurt by LeBron, who are who have got to come out and say something who've got to come out and try to discredit it. That's why you get the whole bubble chip thing and all that. If Miami won the bubble championship, won the championship in 2020, nobody would be saying anything negative, right? But the fact that the it was the Lakers, you got to do anything you can to discredit it because a lot of fans hate the Lakers. They hate LeBron. Why? Because their teams have been bludgeoned by the Lakers and LeBron for years. And so they hate them. Um, but again, I compare it to pro wrestling. The worst thing that can happen is you show up and there's no reaction. Whether the crowd cheers or boos, getting that reaction is the important part. That means you matter. So when these people are coming out of the woodwork doing everything they can to talk down on the Lakers and discredit them and all this, and nobody cares about the, the tournament and everything, say, well, even by commenting, you're proving that you do care. Chef Zach. I'll no longer take any D'Lo slander, period. Well, D'Lo didn't, you know, he wasn't good against the Suns. But in this game, just fine. Two of five, 40% from three. Three boards, had an assist. Did have four turnovers. That was a little rough, especially early. But I think D'Lo was just fine by the end of the game. And he's even fit in fairly well defensively. Not that he's going to be a defensive stopper for you. But we, we tend to ride the roller coaster with D'Lo. And I think people get too down on him when he has a bad game. And I don't tend to worry too much because you know good games are coming. I hope, then let me tell you this. This is my hope. And I talked about this before the first game against Denver. I hope that D'Lo has a big game in a Lakers win on Saturday. Because right now, every time D'Lo has a good game, you get people to come out and say, well, but he didn't do it in the playoffs. Doesn't count. Wasn't a big game, so it doesn't count, right? D'Lo drops 35 on Detroit. Oh, it doesn't count. It was a bad team. I would love to see D'Lo come out. And he's and he's shooting great, by the way. He's shooting great. I would love to see D'Lo come out and have like 20 points on great efficiency, shoot like four for five from three or five for six from three or something like that in a Lakers win on Saturday. Because wouldn't that mean so much? Because then you could point to it and you could say, it's a good team. It's a big game. It's a big time matchup. And D'Angelo Russell really showed up. That would be huge. Now, obviously, the most important thing is Lakers win the game. But if they win the game and you get that out of D'Lo, that would be fantastic. See here, even, even Malachi is saying, he's a, a channel member, said, my gripe about D'Lo is he disappears when it matters. Right? That's what we've got here. And that's what a lot of people are saying. So that's that's what I'm getting at. A big game out of D'Lo would be fantastic in a Lakers win. In a Lakers win. 
All right. Let me get into a few more of these here. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And let me do this because he just popped in. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Go well. Um, we're still going through some questions. I know we're going to have your um, we're going to have your Lakers Nation post post game show in just a minute, but I thought maybe you'd want to help me close things out and uh, go through a few a few questions here at the end. Yeah, sure. And perfect time to promote one more time. Stay around, guys. I yep. might have figured something out with the Pacers offense and how the Lakers Ooh, might be able to. That's exciting. Try to slow it down, but we'll talk about that later uh sean i gotta start things off though with so you gotta see this one uh giant paul said from drew potter's chats the super chat of the year lou will said all that but was at this game oh was he at this game okay so sean you sean you gotta see it this is how the show started tonight this was the super chat that we started the show with <laughs> isn't that great <laughs> No one would respect the in-season tournament winner, so they didn't want to be in Vegas. Um, I thought that was that was perfection. Uh, very well done and uh, very appropriate. I didn't know Lou Williams was actually at the game, though. That's funny. I, I see we're, we're still continuing the uh, the bad goat joke from the from the playback stream. Yes, that that is a thing. That is a thing. Uh, Joseph said Lakers lost the trade. Can't wait to gift Wemby. Um, I'm a little confused on that one. I think he's mocking people that said the Lakers lost the Anthony Davis trade. I'm assuming. Yeah, remember uh, at the beginning when he started two of ten last year, and they were, oh my god, the Lakers oh, lost the trade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I get it. You're right. Yeah, yeah. When people, when the Pelican, when Pelicans, at one point the Lakers were playing terrible, and the Pelicans were the one seed last season, and Pelicans fans were getting all excited, saying we're gonna. We're going to be a, a high-level playoff team, and the Lakers are going to give us the first pick. Yep. That's right. Uh, Base Syed said, Trevor, in your opinion, what route is better for the Lakers? Trade Cam, bench Prince, and get Alex Caruso, or trade Prince, bench Cam, and get Tyus Jones? Hmm? Are we? Do I don't know that you have to do any of those things. <laughs> I'm just confused. <laughs> like, like Cam is on a one-year contract, so in terms of trade value, you're not going to get a lot for him. And the same thing's true for Prince. They can be salary balanced in a trade if you really need them, but you're not going to get a lot of value because those guys are on one-year deals. And in addition to that, they have really small contracts, relatively. So uh, you're not going to get a big return. I, I don't hate going after Tyus Jones or um, or Alex Caruso, but I don't think Cam and Prince would be key pieces in, in doing that. Yeah. No, I mean, Tyus is what, at 13 mil maybe? Yeah. And, and Alex Caruso is at, I think, nine. 
So, all right. William said, you know, LeBron is having a great game when Skip Bayless is tweeting out Jordan's career stats. Career stats. Go Lakers. Love it. Love it. Mamba mentality. Pacers are a young team and you won't outshoot or beat them with fast breaks. Slow the game down. Half court offense and defense, defense, defense. Uh, you agree with that, Sean? Yeah, absolutely. I think I was just watching a little bit of that magic game with uh, the, the game that Halliburton and the Pacers notoriously kind of struggled in. And yeah, just kind of slow the game down. You got to really sprint back and transition this game. Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. they are so fast. Slow the game down, but in order to slow the game down, you got to sprint your butt back and transition. And I mean, they're an elite half court offense too, but you have an elite half court defense. So give yourself. Put yourself in the most advantageous spot as possible, and that's by slowing the game down, limiting transition opportunities. Yep, absolutely. The Lakers have to limit possessions. Don't give the Pacers opportunities to get out and run. It's going to be critical. Uh, Jai Paul, who, you need a day off, and Lakers Nation needs to send you to uh, a game. Um, yeah, I mean, I can go to, to games, but then I'm not around to do the post-game show. Uh, but go to a game. Well, I, I am going to be gone actually on Saturday, though, so Sean's going to have it all locked down. For that so i am taking a day off i suppose i won't actually be going to the game unfortunately but sean will have it all locked down for us on saturday uh and then he also became a youtube channel member so welcome welcome <laughs> this one stop saying 38 we get it that was great at 28 oh yeah if lebron was 28 we'd be saying this was a great game for sure yeah all right we have not done the master lock of the night yet Ooh. I don't have too much to be annoyed with. But for anybody who's new, the way this works is we take whatever was the most annoying thing from the game and we put it in. Chris, the masterpiece masters are good, buddy. His finishing hold the master lock. So chat, fire it off. Give us some ideas. What do we master lock from this game? Here we go. Master lock of the night. Uh, I, I'm already seeing master lock Dylan Brooks. Continue the tradition. He gets master locked every game or every every night. Uh, oh, master locked the league for not letting the Lakers wear their black jerseys. That's a pretty good one. That was bizarre. By the way, for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, the league told the Lakers they can't wear their black city edition jersey, the one with the triangle-shaped lettering uh, that says Los Angeles on it. Can't on wear blue floor. It wouldn't show up on that court. The court is red and blue. I, it made no sense, but we've seen the courts have been offensive to eyeballs for the entire tournament. Why are we now suddenly so concerned about how a jersey is going to look on the court? It makes no yeah. sense. It makes absolutely no sense. Um, my master lock of the night is going to be the fact that the game started 30 minutes late. What are we doing, TNT? Good grief. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, I don't I didn't get that. Why suddenly it was it was time for the game and suddenly there's a countdown at like the saying there was 20 minutes left or something. It was strange. It was strange. Let's see what else we've got here. Oh, people are saying master lock Devin Booker. Just cause, sure. Just cause. Just cause. A lot of Dylan Brooks. I had somebody say A D was mid. We'll talk about that. Sean's going on his cheese. Um, yeah, I mean, there's oh, somebody said the court was too bright. 
I started to adjust to it. I think you might have said that a couple of games ago. Yeah, I did too. By about halfway through the game, Master Lock Sean's goat laugh. Master Lock, the coach's audio segment they did. I don't listen to the broadcast feed, so it didn't affect me. Yeah, there were there were people who didn't like that, though. But I think the official Master Lock, I like going with the, the Lakers jerseys getting banned. I thought that was unnecessary. The Lakers liked wearing those jerseys. I'm not a fan of the lettering, but otherwise I think the jersey's fine. Um, but I thought banning the Lakers City Edition jerseys from this court, uh, I would I would master lock that. Yeah, I thought it was weird. You're on a blue and red floor. The Lakers are wearing black and gold. I think you'll be yeah. just fine. Yeah, didn't make any sense. Oh, somebody said master lock Darvin Ham's pockets. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Um, okay, so Sean, let's let's talk about AD here because obviously a lot of the focus on LeBron and rightfully so. Anthony Davis, 16 points, 15 rebounds, five assists, two steals, two blocks. Five of 10 from the field, six of eight from the free throw line. So 16, 15, and five with two steals, two blocks. Uh, editor extraordinaire Daniel Starkin reposting over on X. Uh, the TNT crew, kind of lecturing Anthony Davis saying you got to show up on a night to night basis. This is Stephen A. Smith. So take this with a huge grain of salt. It's Stephen A. Smith talking. you got to show up on a night to night basis, night in, night out basis. You can't be a roller coaster. I didn't think this was a bad AD game in the context of the game. I thought AD was more than fine in this game. Did he blow up for 35 points or something? No, but he was a monster on the boards. He was blocking shots. He was passing the ball. Well, I don't, like the Lakers won by over 40 points. I don't think we should be criticizing AD. I don't know. What it, what, what was your take on, on AD's performance in this one? We're saying this in a game when exactly we're saying this in a game where Anthony Davis scored when the Lakers won by 40. I, I could care less if AD had scored five points or if he had scored 40 points. Lakers won by 40. So AD, cool. If this is your off night, have if this is your off night in air quotes, have at it, bro. But he was fine. I thought he rebounded like a champ tonight. He deterred deterred a bunch of shots at the rim. I think he he defends. I think TNT had this graphic where he de, he uh affects the second most field goal attempts or something along this line in the mm-hmm. NBA. He's the best freaking defender in the NBA. The Lakers didn't need him to score tonight. One, because they won by 40. And two, LeBron had 35 or whatever in 20 minutes. Nobody cares. Lakers won. Like, just AD is getting to the point where he's starting to become the, one of the more unfairly judged and cri- overly critiqued players in the NBA. Like, it's starting to get ridiculous, man. The Lakers lost this game. Okay, cool. Yell at AD for only taking 10 shots. Rah, rah, rah. AD be better. You can't do this on a night where your team needed you. Be honest, they didn't need AD offensively tonight. They went like freaking 40. The threes were falling. The, the threes, threes were falling. You need him to go do this stuff. So here's the, I, I think this all kind of falls under the umbrella of this is the, this is the downside to like hot take culture. Because you can't say a guy was just good. Right, you have to say, oh, he's he needs to be great every single night to do all this, and you have to be upset about it. Or this guy was is so good, and he's so much better than anybody else. You have to give a polarizing take in the extremes. You can't just say, he yeah, he was really good tonight, right? Even if that's the truth, 
he was really good. Is this an all-time great AD performance? No. Is this a stinker performance? No, far from it. Anthony Davis was good tonight. And we can just say that because that's what the truth is. Sheesh, man. God forbid Anthony Davis doesn't score 35 points and get eight blocks in a game. God forbid that doesn't happen. It's just, you know, there were, and AD had some shots that he missed early. I thought he settled for some jumpers and things like that early in the game. But he did what the Lakers needed to do this in this one. And keep in mind, he only played 31 minutes. Imagine if this game was close. What's his stat line if this game was close and he plays 38 minutes? He's getting probably, 25 and 20. He is it's probably a 20 and 20 game. Yep. Easy. Crazy. Crazy. That we got that we still gotta jump on on AD and complain about him. Um, I could be surfing said winning this trophy will do wonders for morale moving forward. Couple that with being healthy, this could propel us in the standings. Yeah, yeah. you're the four seed right now. I think you're half a game out of third. Mm-hmm. Sure good. Sure good. All right, let's do one more and then we'll uh transition over to the post post game show. By the way, any super chats that I didn't get to, I'm gonna save. Put them on tomorrow's show. I'll record tomorrow, break down all everything else. And uh, so if you guys gave us a super chat, we again, we appreciate all of you. It will not go unnoticed. It will not uh, just not get addressed. It'll just get put onto our next show. Uh, the Lakers are the only team in the league that could look like the worst team into the best team in the league. Bronze on a heater now, go Lake show. They did have some games this season where they've looked really bad. But I said this earlier, I think before you came on, Sean, to me, Seeing the Lakers hit this level now in these tournament games is reassuring because it tells us that this is there. They're not going to do this night and night. They're not going to do this most nights. But in the playoffs, knowing that they've got this other level they can go to when they need to, to me, that's that's comforting because I wasn't sure if they had this or not. Yeah, I, th- I think this is really reassuring. It shows you, like you said, that they can get to this level of play I thought this was their best two-way game of the of the year on both ends of the floor where they were super dominant. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Okay. Uh let's let's call it there. Now again, we're going to start the post post game show right now. Sean's going to get into some of the advanced stats. I know Sean, you're going to you're going to talk a little bit about dealing with the Pacers as well, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm okay. Try. So that's going to be it for me, but I do appreciate everybody joining. Stick around, hang out with Sean. He's going to get into some of the advanced stats. He's going to get into how to handle this Pacers offense, all sorts of good things. But again, I do appreciate all you guys for joining. And again, super chats that I didn't get to on this one, I will get on the next show. Till next time, everybody. See ya and stay safe. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.